everyone, I'm Zachy Vinata, and welcome to debut episode one of Hanging with Hibby. My very first guest is Michelle, Michelle Grimard, also known as The Great Fight. She's a local Hamilton artist that I personally think is one of the best like artists out right now in the local scene. So there's, there's that title you have right now, you could say. So yeah, how's it going, Michelle? Well, I'm great now, now that I know that someone actually likes my music. That's pretty cool. That's, uh, that's a bold statement to hear. So thanks a lot, man. Yeah, no problem. And uh, thanks for having me. I think this is a cool idea. You can never have enough local uh, support. So, you know, it's an honor to be your first guest. This is really cool. Yeah, awesome. So just a quick, uh, I guess, introduction. Uh, so you go by The Great Fight, right? I was wondering where the origins of that came from yeah that's a good question so um when i first started writing music so i've been playing a long time okay so um when i first started writing songs and like seriously thinking about the content that i wanted to have behind my own songs they were always very personal um you know i'm very open about like you know my struggle with mental health and all that stuff and my songs were always kind of geared towards that so I knew that when I wanted to do something more official and actually have a name for myself as an artist, I wanted it to kind of represent that. So to me, the great fight is kind of just like life because we're always fighting against something. Uh, for me, it just happens to be mental health, but you know, everyone has their own struggles. So the, the great fight is just whatever you're going through and whatever you, know, you, you get through. All right, awesome. Yeah. And while on the topic, and uh, you just released a new song a couple weeks ago called Loaded. And yeah. I, I really like the song. You also just sent me a little teaser of a new song that you're going to be dropping next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, next Friday. And, uh, I'm really enjoying it. You're gonna, you guys are going to hear a little of it towards the end of the episode. But yeah, the Loaded. Uh, how was the process of writing that out, writing that song? Yeah, so Loaded is a song that I've actually been sitting on for quite a number of years. Um, I always knew I wanted to release it. It just never, I think, was the right time. So that song specifically is about... Um, it. Okay, so for me, it's it's really hard to kind of place myself in the world just because, you know, anxiety always has me up up in limbo so to speak and I know that there's a lot of people out there that kind of can identify uh with that feeling so loaded is is basically just you know trying to find your place when you know you, you can't stay grounded because your your mind is just scatterbrained you know mm -hmm. so um I think I, I didn't release that song because when I wrote it like I definitely was in that headspace of like just always being anxious and you know, not knowing what I should do with my life and, and all that kind of stuff and just, you know, never having peace and never feeling calm and, and all that stuff. So I think the reason why I'm able to kind of release it now and stand behind the song is because I've, you know, significantly, significantly improved that part of my life. Like, I definitely feel like I have some footing um, where I am in my life right now. So yeah, that, that song is is pretty much just, you know, dealing with anxiety and, and trying to find um some some peace in your life yeah that's what i i personally like about your music it just for me personally it just hits like a certain chord with me which is all like the messaging you have so like mental health anxiety and all that i just personally find that amazing with that like whenever any artist in general does that, i think it's an amazing thing that they could oh they're they're so open about what they're going through in their personal life for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of artists that, you know, not even artists, just people out there that yeah. are that are open with their struggles. And I think when we do that, we kind of we get rid of the shame and we get rid of the stigma, you know, because if yeah. you hear, oh, so and so they're they're being open about having depression or having anxiety or, you know, whatever it may be, those seem to be the, the big ones. But um, yeah, I honestly, I have no shame in talking about it because it's who I am it's something I have to deal with and I will deal with for my entire life. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there in that same situation. So, you know, 
I write songs for myself because that's just how I express myself. But, you know, there's a part of me that's like, if I can help someone feel a little bit better with what they're going through, then, you know, that's nothing beats that in my opinion. Awesome. And so this you're, you're dropping singles, right? And is this going to be all for a new album that's coming out? Or is it just like- yeah, so um, I have been working on a whole body of music. Um, right now, it's just going to be singles. Uh, I'm hoping next year I'm going to have a really cool EP that I'm going to release. Um, it's just a matter of, of time, good timing at this point. Okay. Yeah, but there's definitely more to come. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So from writing these new songs, is was there a, is there a difference with like how you approach this writing-wise? Uh, versus your last uh, album last year, something's missing. Is there like a feel? There's like a dip, a giant difference between them. Uh, I think the biggest difference is just my confidence. Yeah. Honestly, because when I wrote the EP, something's missing. When I wrote those songs, I hadn't really played many shows. Um, I was doing like open mics and just kind of like jamming with friends and stuff like that, but I never, like I wasn't really playing venues and, and stuff like that. Um, obviously like those songs got me a lot of attention from people like in the local scene and stuff like that. And that's where all the, the shows happen. Like the year yeah. that I released that EP was insane. I never thought that I would get to play like that many shows in like in different cities and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, so you know, fast forward to now, these songs that are coming out, I've written this year. So I feel more confident just in my abilities. Um, you know, I like, I've been playing a long time. So I, I do feel like I do have a knack for, you know, writing, a, writing songs and stuff. But I guess just having the support behind me has just given me more confidence to really like, explore the sound that I want to have. Like, I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, diving into different things with these songs like um, you know I have like more instruments and just like the way I'm arranging them I'm I'm not afraid to kind of just do whatever I want as opposed to oh like I should write a certain way because you know that's what people are gonna like Mm -hmm. it's it's so weird because now that I have support yeah I don't care what people think (laughs) it's it's kind of contradicting but now that I you know it I don't know Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it, it does. Don't worry. Also, yeah. I guess I could kind of bring up this this the the exclusive song I got. I could spoil one thing. There's a shaker at the end. And it's really good. <laughs> it's a really. Yeah. Good, I, I was listening like, yo, there's a, there's a shaker in there. It's pretty intense. So We're I'm personally fun. I'm personally pumped for the new singles you'll be dropping in the next couple of months or so. It's gonna be thanks, man. Be yeah. yeah, no problem. Thanks. Also, uh, so now we just want to get kind of like. I guess you're the origin story of how you got into music. Like what got you into where you, where you did lessons as a kid or you just kind of wanted to start playing guitar. Yeah. So no lessons. I've never taken a lesson in my life. That's nothing against, you know, people that have done that. I just, so long story long. Um, like I come from a, a family of musicians, like my stepdad, plays guitar and my mom plays piano and she you know was always singing growing up and all this stuff so they definitely encouraged me um to play the first instrument I I played was actually the violin and I hated it (laughs) still to this day nothing against the violin or anything but still to this day like the sound of a violin just like makes me feel bad about myself because it it was not good so yellow card um... yellow card isn't like your top like (laughs) top favorite band right now (laughs) well you know there's some there's some exceptions but yeah um, but yeah i you know what i just wanted to be i thought my dad was cool he was playing guitar i wanted Mm. to do that so i think it was about like 10 he got me my first guitar from all the, the Hamilton folks from Absolute Music, if you know. Oh, man, you know. yeah. Yep. R. Shitty R. little... <laughs> yeah, yeah, R.I.P., R.I.P. Uh, shitty little Fender Strat wannabe with the tiny little box amp that sounds like, you know, a shoebox. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the classic setup, you know, for a 10-year-old. But I just, I just kept playing and playing. And then, you know, like, my best friend growing up, he played drums. 
So we were always jamming all the time and we kind of just found this love of music and, you know, like we started just playing in bands and then um, kind of in high school, I got more interested in the acoustic guitar and singing. Um, I guess I can't say I didn't have lessons because in high school I did take guitar class. Mm -hmm. So if if that counts, then I guess there's that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so my my high school teacher, Mr. McLean, Kevin McLean, good guy, he encouraged me to start singing and like taking my guitar playing seriously. So I did. And, um, you know, I, I remember going to my first open mic, I think it was at the Baltimore house again, RIP, um, RIP man. Hamilton classic. I saw like a flashback there for <laughs> right? Baltimore house homegrown. Like I was oh, yeah. playing open mics at those types of places and I wasn't very good because, you know, again, anxiety, like got the best of me and i was just this like fragile little girl on stage with her guitar like (laughs) just awful but um eventually i found this place called xylas again r.i.p oh my god yo this is making me sad like all these good places gone but it's just like a death counter like on the actually yeah, yeah we should count how many places that we mentioned i'll just post a picture just an x on it every time yeah we need a counter like in the, the in the screen of how many places we mentioned that are now gone. But anyway, I my friend, you know, calls me up. He's like, "Hey, this this new place Zyla's just opened on on James Street. They're doing an open mic. You should come." So I went, and there was like maybe three people there because they literally just opened like maybe a month before. Um, but I became really good friends like with the owners, and you know. If you guys know Xyla's, like, they were always playing shows. They always had amazing, like, live bands, jazz bands. Uh, They would do open mics and just really, really cool place, really great place to network. Mm -hmm. So Xyla's, for sure, was, like, the driving force behind me starting the great and found my confidence there. And I met all these amazing people, all these amazing artists and musicians there. And they were like, yeah, like, of course you should have, you know, a a project or a a band or or something like that. So I was like, you know what, these open mics are are going pretty well. Maybe I should try and do something a little more serious. So at that point, I already had some songs written Mm -hmm. and demoed that I had done myself. And I went and got some of them recorded. I started playing shows at Xyla's and then, you know, fast forward a little bit after that you know released my ep and like people just started asking me to play shows like hey you want to open the show hey you want to open the show and i got to play like a couple headliners which was really cool and yeah yeah, honestly like if you told like little 10 year old michelle like hey you're gonna get to play you know these types of shows with like amazing bands you know I would have said, no, you're, you're stupid. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I, on the same topic, I remember, cause I've mentioned to you, I guess this, for the listener too, this is, this is going to be news, but I was in a band for like a hot, like little bit too, back in 20, 2017, I think we're only, only really a band for a couple months, but yeah, I remember the first show was at the absinthe. We were just writing songs practice and everything okay we'll start like looking for to do shows and stuff he just and i got a text message just saying hey we're doing the absinthe next week i'm like what it is for uh like a super crawl like after hours kind of deal it was a oh, right on it was a it was a strange show i, I guess i'll tell the story so we, yeah do it. so so we opened for we were the one of the openers and the one after us i don't know if you know the band axe minister i don't they're this Shout out to Axe Minister, they're insane. So All right. we, we're, we, we, we arrive at the venue and we're like bringing in our equipment. And then this one older guy with like this kind of big beard comes up. They're like, oh, hey, are you one of the openers? Yeah, we're, we're heads up or whatever. And then he's like, oh yeah, I'm an Axe Minister. He just looks like this like really chill dude, just wearing like a hoodie with his coffee. Oh, cool. We just like, we're talking, uh, Marco and the guy were talking about like guitars and all that stuff. And suddenly we finish and then Suddenly, the next band comes up, Axe Minister. Suddenly, this guy has, like, this dark cloak on. 
he has like a hooded cloak on. He has this cool guy. He has like this white face paint on, like these like gothic face paint on. He's like, we're ex-minister. And what genre were you guys? We were just most hardcore, like. <laughs> Seems fitting. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I was like, what a transition! And again, there was like <laughs> probably like max five people there, I think. But yeah, I get that those nerves because it's just like, hey, we're gonna play this venue that you've been going to since high school. Okay, cool, bye. And it's like, oh, okay. So, so yeah, the first show was was insane to do. I think for everyone in general, like doing your first show as an artist or a band, it's like the most nerve wracking thing in the world. Because oh you, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, it could go bad, it could go good, or, like, whatever can happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, going to places since high school, so my first, like, venue show was at the Casbah. And, of course, you know, I always went to shows there. I saw so many amazing bands there. So to have my first show there, of course, was, was an honor. And yeah. they're just an overall, like, a really cool place. But, oh, my God, like, I have never been so nervous in my life. And, yeah. you know, I have some videos from that show, and it, it didn't, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, obviously, as you expect it to be. But I just, I don't know, man. There's something about that, that first show that just really changes you. Like, I have never learned so much in one night <laughs> about music. It's it's incredible. Yeah, I, I guess, like, that's going to go into the next question. Just talking about the music scene in Hamilton. Just like you, you brought up uh, the Casbah. That was my first show too in 2013. That was like Real Friends, Man Overboard. And my brother's old band, uh, Go to the West, was over there. Yes, that was, that, nice. That, that was like my first show. Oh, no, technically the first show was, was Go to the West. And the second show was, was that same venue. But yeah, the Casbah. Just like one of the coolest venues I've been to, like, I've been to at least local-wise, is this... Absolutely. Yeah, they have a really good vibe. I like the, I like the setup that they have. Not to mention, like, they, they take their, their sound, like, seriously. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, they have a good, a good sound in there, too. Yeah, with the music scene, when did you start actually, like, diving into, like, going to, like, local shows and listening to a bunch of, like, local artists? Hmm. Um, probably high school, because at... At that point, like, like I said, like my, my best friend at the time, like we were kind of jamming together and then, you know, he'd go and play a show like at the Casbah or something mm. and you're playing with all these other bands and then you discover them and then it's like, well, oh, they're going to go play a show like next week at this other place. So you go and you check that out and mm. you just keep discovering all these amazing bands. So yeah, I guess just being a, a musician, like it just kind of, has happened naturally that I just have always kind of had my nose in, in the music scene, especially in Hamilton, but just kind of like Ontario in general. Um, so yeah, hopefully that <laughs> answers your question. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just like being around, I guess, again, with me in high school is around the time I started, I started going to shows by myself really. Cause I didn't really have any friends that would want to go to local shows like oh it looks sketchy blah 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 mm. so I was like okay I'll go by myself so in the beginning I just been going to shows by myself and I personally me I don't mind going to shows by myself it, it just it's really fun to just be at a at a show and like just just to see live music and then as like high school went I just slowly started dra first it was dragging dragging my friends like Hey, come to the show. They're, they're, it's like cool pop punk band. Like, all right, fine. And then as it's as it's slowly like throughout the months, like, hey, are we going to that show next month? I'm like, oh yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up. And then just now I have like these group of friends. I could like when when shows existed still, I could be like, yeah, hey, <laughs> like hey, uh, whatever band is playing uh, absent, you want to go? Yeah, sure. So then it's it's nice to have like these group of people I could like message. To, to see like hey you want to go to the show with me yeah absolutely and that's the that's the great thing about it is like you have this little community of friends that you know you all have this one thing in common because it started the same way for me like i would go to absinthe like almost every weekend or every oh, other yeah, weekend for sure. whenever there were shows 
And half the time I'd go by myself because I didn't really have a whole lot of music friends that like were interested. Mm -hmm. But like you said, like it's nice because you can just do your own thing. You don't have to worry about, you know, oh, my friend's not having a good time. Like that sucks. So oh, they have to leave early for something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my mom's got to come pick me up. And yeah. Oh, no. That hit that. That, <laughs> that uh, just like so, so relatable. Like almost like yeah. beginning of high school, like. Hey, I'm coming. It's like 10 o'clock. But the last band's about to go on now. <laughs> yeah. But the last band doesn't go on until 12. Until <laughs> <Till> 12. <laughs> Just be patient, Bob. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those those are the, the Doors shows where, like, the, the oh, yeah. headliner goes on at midnight. But, um, but yeah, so o over time, I just I started me meeting people at shows. And then before I knew it, like, I had a cool group of friends that it's like, oh, you hear so-and-so's playing yeah we're totally going like without a question so yeah there's definitely a like a super strong and united uh community in hamilton it's it's pretty great yeah and also i guess going along with that it's just the state of live music right now and mm. where do you think where it's gonna go toward in, in so a couple like year or so couple years um well I hope we get to go back to live music. I mean, oh, yeah. that's like, that's where the heart is. That's where the passion's at. Mm -hmm. I think right now, I really like the ideas of um, like doing live streams. Yeah, I was going to say, I like um, how bands are finding out a way to like, to like counter like the live music thing. It's like, yeah, just like live stream, like a set or something like that. Yeah. So funny enough, like last Saturday. So I, I really like this band called Paris probably oh, yeah, Paris is great. yeah Paris they're sick yeah um they just did a live stream last Saturday evening of their first album they played oh, it really? back to front oh, I missed yeah it? oh my yeah, god I gotta watch that later <laughs> it was pretty cool they're gonna do like each album I think front to back so you Ooh, know okay I gotta get ready for the advertise it for them but um <laughs> Lynn Gunn I'm... do you want to go on this <laughs> hey Lynn if you hear this podcast hit me up <laughs> um but okay so yeah they they did uh their album like front to back super cool i think they did a really good job like just the you know the idea of doing a live stream in, instead of a show is awesome but the thing for me is like i there's no there's no energy there's energy from the band but there's yeah. no like energy from the audience that, there's like an that... odd person that jumps off the stage randomly or like <laughs> Where's the stage dive? Where's the stage Where's the crowd surfing? <laughs> you know? But, so, I like, I love the live streams, you know, but there's nothing beats live music and, like, in-person yeah, sure. live music, you know? So, you know, I don't know. I think right now, like, all the creatives, like, we're all struggling, you know? We can't mm -hmm. play shows. Like, what, what are we supposed to do, right? But, you know, we'll find a way. We're creative people, right? So yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll find a way. But I'm I'm hoping that you know it, it'll come to a point where we can start playing shows in in person again because I think we need that like more than ever right now. Oh yeah, it's just a it's a bummer getting like you have all these like I guess I'll <laughs> at some point like in every episode I'll bring up K-pop, but like I, I was <laughs> supposed to see uh, BTS like uh, like back in I think July I, I got like they're supposed to play at the at the air canada center i got the floor seats like i'm like oh this is gonna be sick and then just like yeah everything just like came crashing down so just like say like so i saw like a calendar notification like you're gonna see them tomorrow i'm like am i gonna see them tomorrow oh <laughs> it's, like, it's like not only that but like a bunch of bands i was like looking forward to like some were about to like go on tour and all that stuff it's just a, it's just yeah. a bummer to see like to see everyone like yeah maybe next year we'll do it <laughs> who knows we're just on hold like and here's the thing like there's so many bands that are like announcing tours or like rescheduling their shows for next year but in the back of my mind i'm like can you really guarantee that right yeah, now exactly. like everything is so unstable and uncertain like we don't know mm -hmm. and, but it, it really is heartbreaking because you know if you're not a musician or at least like a, a very intense music fan a lot of people don't understand the preparation that goes into a tour like to have mm. to cancel a tour oh my god man like that's that's 
the it's last thing like, that you want to do. <laughs> yeah, heart. honestly. Yeah. I think, you know, there there was a lot of heartbroken people, not just fans, but like the musicians themselves, just a lot of mm-hmm. heartbroken people out there that are like, you know what, we don't have a choice. What are we supposed to do? You know, That's obviously perfect. everyone's health and safety is is at the, the forefront. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially when artists and bands just release new albums for like the past couple months, and they're and they're like, we wish we could release, we could play, do like a tour of this album, and then like, and then I'm listening to like, for example, the new Touche More album. I was like, oh, so this song would be great live. Like this, like this, how this like an imaginary concert in your head of what it would be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's the other part of it too is like, you know, that's that's how you're gonna you make your money, and that's how you're gonna put yourself out there is by playing shows, right? Like. Even now, like I questioned, should I even release music right now if I can't play shows and you know get out there? There's there's really no not that it's all about money, but again, the the planning that goes into a tour, like you know, that's how you're gonna that's how you're gonna get by. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, so you know, to to only just put out music and then you know, I don't know, it's. I'm kind of rambling now, but I don't know. It's it's just. No, I, it's really I feel that hundred percent. Like I I guess it's exclusive. It's like I'm in the middle of writing an album too, and there's a there's a little bit where I was in that like yeah that burnout kind of. It's just like do mm. I really want to do this? It's just like kind of like I guess in just not music, just in general, just like doing anything. It's just like you get this burnout. It's just like is it do I really want to do this if it's gonna end up like blank? Just but just like recently it's been good because I just kind of found my bearings again and try to like i'm not now i'm like starting to work pick it up again so hopefully it will be like done by the new year but yeah it just it, just like that just fi- trying to find that motivation i guess it would be called mm. really just like continue doing something that you love when i've been like knowing what's gonna happen in the future yeah 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 it's it's a hard call you know again because you, you want to be able to support yourself and support the music and you know Again, it's it's all about the the vibe and the atmosphere. So if, if mm-hmm. people aren't going to shows, like where where is that? You know. Yeah. Oh, I I can definitely understand and you know appreciate the, the apprehension behind you know doing music. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you'll probably agree. Like I I write music for myself. I'm going to be writing music no matter what. Yeah. Whether for sure. people are listening or they're not. So. You know, it's just an added bonus that people get to enjoy it, you know, for themselves. But, dude, I'm excited to hear your music. Yeah, I'm excited to work on it. I was, like, like the past, like, couple weeks, I just, like, hop in into, like, Ableton Live and just kind of, like, mess around making beats and stuff. It's, like, I'm, I'm, I, sorry, I'm feeling, like, this creative brain coming back to life. It's, just like, oh, I have all these ideas. So, just, like, throwing all of that right now is really exciting for me. I guess, like, st- still on the topic of live music, just talk about yeah just shows in general do you have any favorite shows that comes to mind i know you saw childish gambino last year was it or was it was it, no i think it was two years ago, two years ago. but yeah like, like something like that is there any that's like your all-time favorite like show you've been to mm. you name like a couple you don't have to name like my number yeah one. <laughs> yeah i don't know if i can pick just one i've seen lots of shows um well, okay, so a, a big one for me is, I don't even remember which year, it might have been like 2012 or 13 or like somewhere around there, I got to see Alice in Chains, Deftones, and Mastodon, that was the lineup. What? That was a, that's an insane lineup. <laughs> yeah, um, in Toronto at the, I believe it's called the Budweiser stage now. And- oh, yeah, yeah. They, they changed all the names of these stages, oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to stay current. But uh, yeah, that was, and I was like front row in center, and it was insane. I'm yeah. pretty sure like I damaged my ribs because people were like pushing up against me, and I was oh, like against. Yeah. But I didn't even care. It was so <laughs> sick. Because if anyone knows me, like they know that that's like some of those are three of my favorite all time bands. Mm-hmm. So to have them all play a show together and like at that time they had just released albums that were amazing mm-hmm. like um alice in chains had released black gives way to blue mm-hmm. deftones had just released diamond eyes and then mastodon had just released i want to say it was crack the sky 
or the hunter. It might have been Crack the Sky. Yeah, it was Crack the Sky. Um, and like all of those albums are just perfect front to back. Yeah. So that was definitely like a one of the the best concerts I've ever been to. But um, yeah, Childish Gambino was amazing. I can imagine it, that like, being amazing. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like the entire time, I just sat there and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like. Yeah, this- like, bro, in, in a good stop. way, in a good way. Bro, yeah. stop. You're, 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 dude, I'm crying over stop. here. Stop. Dude. <laughs> that man's falsetto is insane. Oh, yeah. I've seen, like, like clips of him singing. He doesn't get enough life. credit. He does yeah. not get enough credit. That man is so talented. Deserves all the Just love. all around. <laughs> yeah. Not, but not even just him. Like, the bands that he had backing him up. Like, oh, in a live band, too? Oh, man. I would have yeah, freaked man. out during He's, that. <laughs> Dude, there was a full band backing him with this amazing light show. Like, I had to give all of them credit, honestly. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, like, you're you're going there for him, but I was yeah. just blown away by the band. Like, I was not expecting that. It was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's going along that. It just, live bands, just, again, K-pop, Blackpink, when they came to Hamilton, they they started off the show. I suddenly hear like guitar and drums. Like oh, this it's like a pre-recorded probably. Then I'm like I'm I'm listening more. I'm like this sounds like it's a live band. And so these they just like they open like these like curtains and there's just a live band. And I guess yes. in the middle of, in the middle of like the group like change or whatever they had a, a just a giant like jam session in the middle of everything. So every cool. member in the live band got to do like a little solo. Everyone like sat down to like oh there's just a live band. Me I'm just like I have videos of me screaming. It was like <laughs> yeah go. And like the, the drummer and the guitarist and keyboards, everyone's doing these insane solos. I was just out of everyone there, I feel like I was the only one that was like super hyped about it. <laughs> it but like, that just goes to show that you're like a fan of music not just like the artist itself you know because i don't like again same thing like you just kind of fangirl over the musicians that are behind the actual like song it's it's cool that's sick yeah just like just going to concerts in general is this amazing thing i think I, i was thinking about it just like what my one of my favorite concerts were and it was actually last year seeing brockhampton I think oh seeing, man! Seeing seeing them live, I'm, every time I listen to them now and just watch music videos, I'm like, I'm so glad I got to see them live, because they basically just helped me get through college in general. Just like the entire Saturation trilogy and all like their album Iridescence and Ginger, just all of their music just helped me in a huge personal way. I was able to get floor seat floor like seats for that, so I was just in like the pit during that. Just the entire time, just like Childish Gambino, I'm like. And my mind was blown the entire time. Just every, they're playing hits after hits after hits, and just screaming my lungs out. It's just a, <laughs> a fun time because before that, I kind of slowed down on going to a lot of shows. But so just going to this just felt like I just had like this just revived that like concert Zach I was like in high school. Like me, like now I kind of like just chill in the back, like seat watching mm. the band. But yeah. in high school, I was like in like the pit doing crowd serves, like running around. So just like bringing that back for Brockhampton was an amazing experience to do that for. <laughs> Dude, I bet I'm pretty jealous. Not gonna lie. And then I probably up there too is t- seeing Tyler the Creator. I think Ooh, I got to see I got yeah. to see him twice. I saw him when Flower Boy came out. That was that's in my top five for sure. Just in general to see artists live. And then when Igor came out. That was that was a really cool show too, just like both perfect albums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just yeah, also that's Tyler, so cool. With Tyler Crater in general, I guess this will go along with the next question. Just like he's a huge. Same with Daft Punk as well. I have a Daft Punk tattoo. Just him and Daft Punk and Tyler Crater. They're just huge inspirations for me for music wise. And yeah, the the question. I guess the question would be, uh, what are your inspirations? Like, is there anyone that you look up to music wise? Or just in general. Yeah, th- absolutely. Um, I mean, on the, on the topic of tattoos, I mean, I have Alexis on fire tattoos, mm. so I think that that says a lot about me. Um, so, you know, definitely a, a big, uh, you know, City and Color fan as well. And I hear that all the time, like, oh, wow, definitely, definitely hear the influence from, from City <laughs> and Color. And um, I mean, yeah, it's there. I 
Dallas Green is great, so I'm not going to deny that. But um, right now, I mean, I listen to so much music, so it's just kind of all over the place. But um, uh, like Owen just put out a really, really great album uh, called The Avalanche. Uh, so that's Mike Kinsella from like American Football. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has a, a like an acoustic kind of band, um, like a little indie band called Owen, and yeah, really really great album. So that's definitely been uh, like a big influence for me this year. Um, I really love like how he arranges songs and how he's not afraid to just like incorporate different instruments and stuff. So I think that kind of gave me a little nudge, to just like maybe try something different and just you know go with your gut and 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 that, but. Um, yeah, I, I listen to like so much, so I don't know if I like can really pinpoint anything like specific, but you know, I like, I'm, I'm, I listen to metal, I listen to, uh, pop punk and hardcore and, you know, I like jazz and yep. I like rap and like, I like I'm all over the place. So I'm definitely trying to kind of experiment with, um, with new things in, in these new songs. And definitely once the EP comes out, I feel like uh, everyone will kind of see that, that I, I definitely am a little all over the place, but hopefully it's in a good way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, one more artist that I kind of look up to is, I don't know if you know Rich Brian. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He released I, I an pers- album last year. Yeah, the, the sailor. Yeah, but, yeah it was yeah, cool. I, I, as an as an Asian, I feel like personally for just Asian representation, just seeing like besides K-pop obviously, but seeing like Rich Brian, mm. Joji, just everyone in '88 Rising, just seeing like, just seeing a bunch of like Asian artists like blowing up right now. I just feel like it's also just it, just, it motivates me to keep going. Like like oh I could if he could do it I could do it like kind of thing. It just absolutely it. yeah yeah rep- representation is everything and. You know, even as a female musician, like growing up, I now realize that like probably 99% of the music I listened to is all male. So, you know, that's why, like, honestly, Paris is one of my favorite bands right oh, now. Yeah. And then especially like being in the, the queer community, like having Lynn Gunn, you know, fronting her own band and just like yeah. slaying it. You know, I, I look at that and it just gives me a little piece of hope, you know, yeah, exactly. or like right now, like I'm absolutely loving uh, Phoebe Bridger's new album. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, even in the, the making of this album and like how I'm trying to kind of market myself and all that, I knew that I wanted to have like more female creative. So like mm. all the all the photos that we've done, all the artwork, like. It's all us ladies, so I, I really made it a point to to kind of have more female representation, which I think is pretty cool. So it goes awesome. a long way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, on the topic of your music, uh, what is the writing process like when you write a song? Mm, yeah. Is there like a specific thing you start with, like lyrics, a beat, or anything? Um, no, it's it's not the same every time what I normally do is like, I'm always writing stuff in my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's like thoughts or, you know, sometimes I'll journal or I'll just like write poetry. Or if I have like, you know, the the classic scenario, you're laying in bed at like two o'clock in the morning (laughs) and you're like, Oh, I have the perfect. Oh, and then you just take up your phone. (laughs) And I'll just put it in my phone. Um, very rarely do I sit down and you know just oh i'm gonna write lyrics now for this Mm -hmm. song usually i'll just like kind of piece things together and kind of fill in the in the gaps um and then as far as like instruments go the instruments like the guitar usually comes first just because i've been playing guitar longer than i've been singing or at least trying to sing um so that comes naturally a little like more naturally to me so yeah it usually just comes from you know me jamming like I'm, I'm always playing so you know if i like a riff i'll again like record it on my phone or you know i have my little audio interface at home so i'll just mm. like do a little home recording and um i just kind of build off of that 
Yeah, like very rarely will I sit down and be like, I'm going to write a song right now. Like that's just, some people can do that. It, yeah. it doesn't happen. I tried doing that. I just end up staring at like, just staring at my phone for like an hour. I'm like, I got nothing. It's just, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, has, it has to come like, yeah, it has to come naturally. It does. Yeah. Like, could I do that? Probably. Mm-hmm. Would it be good? Would it be genuine? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just because my songs are so personal, I try and just let everything kind of flow naturally. And then it's like, when the songs are ready, when I have enough material to work off of, then I'll, then I'll start putting things together. But yeah, I don't know if that's really a, a process. It just kind of happens when it happens. Yeah, for sure. Like you mentioned earlier, you're uh, releasing this new EP next year. Do you have any so- like favorite songs that you ever written? Not even from this EP, just in general. Is there a song that like stands out for you? Yeah, so my the my favorite song is actually releasing um, December fourth. I don't know when you're putting this podcast out there, so I'll just I'll go by dates. But um, yeah. so just December fourth, I'm releasing a song called "What We Need." Yep. And out of all the songs that I've written, like even still to this day, it, it's my favorite one. Honestly, like I'm I'm pretty proud of it, and I think I'm finally. Uh, showcasing my talent and my hard work um because i've put a lot of hard work in over the years um kind of behind the scenes and um it's finally like the direction and the sound that i i really want to to capture so really proud of that song i'm really really excited for everyone to hear it um the chorus ah oh, man i'm that's that's a good chorus i'm, I'm pretty proud of that chorus wrapping up this uh this episode what are your some of your favorite albums of all time would you say oh okay that's a good one um so definitely my favorite album of all time is little hell by city and color oh yeah i think that's a perfect album front to back i that came out when i was in high school and it literally changed my like my thoughts on how music should be done Mm -hmm. because i up until that point i was totally that that metalhead kid that thought they had to be tough and they had to be cool and you can't listen to to different genres and stuff like yeah. that but then i don't know there's just something about that album that just really opened my mind to this whole new world of of music and, and different genres so little help for sure is at like up there for me mm-hmm. um again stemming from from metal and stuff like that if i'm going back like Years ago, Metallica was one of my favorite bands. I actually mm. have a Metallica tattoo. Uh, <laughs> so, like, Lars like... Ulrich's face. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> the best drummer to ever exist. <laughs> Please let it be known I do not have Lars's face anywhere near my body. <laughs> I actually, do you want to know what it is? What's up? Okay, so. So, like, one of my favorite albums is Master of Puppets. Oh, yeah. For anyone that's familiar, there is a, um instrumental song called Orion on there. And in the middle of the song, there's this amazing pause, and it's just bass. It's this really cool bass riff. So I have that bass riff on my wrist because really? oh, I Oh, that's a- cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, so, and that was the first tattoo I got as well. I was, like, 16, and I, like, begged my mom. <laughs> like, please, please, it's so important to me. She's like, oh, I guess. All okay. right, let's go. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Master Puppets is up there. Um, another really popular, not popular, they're not popular. Is Master popular? I don't know. They're popular to me. Um they have an album called Crack the Sky, which is like like a prog rock, prog metal masterpiece in my mind. Um, so a lot of my like my flowy riffs and you know, a lot of like my kind of more proggy riffs definitely stem from just listening to them. Um, and then, you know, right now, I mean, what else? That Owen album, I still keep thinking about that Owen album. I'm just that after because I, I remember him like oh. kind of bringing up like, oh, I got this new stuff coming out, and I, I didn't really see like when it was coming out, so I gotta check that out most definitely. It's good, after. yeah, it's it's really good. Um, 
Uh, oh, uh, there's this really cool metal band. They're called Loathe. They put out an album this year. Okay. Really, really cool. They're definitely like changing it up. I don't even know what genre to call it because it's all over the place. Like mm. it's it's really good. Um, I think it's called. Uh, I let it in and it took me. Oh man, what was it? No, I let it in and it took everything. Yeah. Mm really good album i would suggest checking that out um and then yeah like that um that phoebe bridgers album mm -hmm. that's that's definitely rocking my world this year um and then there's another uh like local band they're called outer rooms they okay. just put out an album recently it's called um all will be well and all will be well etc etc Mm -hmm. and it is phenomenal shout out to those guys i think they deserve all the recognition um i got to play a show with them i think like two years ago and they're just like the coolest dudes they didn't pay me to say this yeah. i just think <laughs> they deserve a shout out because that album is like probably one of my favorites from this year so kudos to them <laughs> awesome i guess uh some of my favorite albums again daft punk daft punk's random access memories that's mm. most definitely again it just pretty like changed my like perspective i guess on music in general because again before i was just really into like listening to pop punk and like metalcore and all that and then suddenly like i get recommended uh or like youtube recommends like oh daft punk random access memories like full album and just like i just listen to that and it just everything that happens in the album just blows my mind and when my whenever my new uh album comes out you you hear a lot of like like inspiration from it it's just it's a really good album it's really hard to explain like it's, sometimes it's hard to explain well why is this your favorite album like i'm just i don't know just like listen just listening to it it's just an experience it's just good man it's just yeah. really good you gotta, you gotta <laughs> trust me on this sources yeah. is me just trust me <laughs> <laughs> and then uh up there like random access memories and then tyler the creator's flower boy again yeah that's, that, that's a good album again because like again i listened to tyler the creator back when he like first started releasing music and then suddenly he goes like kind of mia for a bit they just release mm. this flower boy it's like this is completely different from his previous stuff it, oh yeah that was that was insane to listen to that too it's like something like i think like what if i could go back and listen to what x album whatever album like for the first time just just that mm. experience of listening to an album for the first time is amazing yep there's nothing like it <laughs> Uh, you you mentioned uh, some albums that came out this year. What are your some of your picks? I guess your favorite albums this year so far. Ooh yeah, so definitely. Um, I already said Owen, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Paris. They released a really good album. Um, Out of Rooms. We got Bring Me the Horizon. Surprised everyone. That was surprised. Was like, I was so surprised What's up, by guys? that. Guys, <laughs> that yo okay. The song Teardrops, I know yeah. it's a single and everyone's like, ah, singles, blah, blah, blah. No, Teardrops is fucking <laughs> sick. I don't change my mind. I don't yeah. care. It's good. <laughs> I completely caught me off guard because I kind of fell off of them because they're last. Like, I still list, like, I still don't, I like their new stuff, but like, I kind of didn't really think about it. And it's like, oh, they dropped something. Okay, give it a listen. I, first song, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we're doing this. <laughs> we're All doing right. this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um,. Who else? Uh, the Neighborhood. They put out a really cool album. Um, I'm trying to think of like different genres. Do you listen to Logic? Logic put out his last yes, album. Yes. No, no pressure. It, that's that's yeah. Uh, no that's, pressure. That's number three, I think, for me. My favorite album this year. Oh, you already got them rated. Yeah, because <laughs> I guess like on with Logic, it's just this weird thing because even Spotify recognizes like who even Spotify like sometimes notifies like everyone saying like oh you've been listening to this artist for x amount of years and it suddenly notifies me like you've been listening to this artist since like 20 like 13 2014 mm. click here to find out what it is i'm like oh what is it just logic i'm like and i think back I'm like yeah it's like i've been listening to logic for a while but yeah i just for a lot for a, the past i think two albums i just kind of just like joked on him like i didn't mm. really, i didn't i didn't, wasn't really a fan of his like his like past like two three albums so when he released this album I'm like hmm I, a lot of people are, are like hyping this up like okay i'll give it a listen again first song like wow he's going this he's going back to like the under pressure like kind of sound it was, it was really cool yeah 
yeah on, i'll be honest i like i had heard of him i never had listened to his music prior to this album but there was so much hype on the internet i guess because it's his last one right and yeah. obviously it was good so it was getting good you know reviews and and all that so i was like you know what i gotta check this out let's see what the hype is is all about and um i think the the day that i listened to it for the first time i listened to the album like three times front to back i was just like okay this is good <laughs> who is this guy yeah, exactly. and i went back and listened to like his entire discography and i was just like oh wow okay how did i not know about this I'm so, so yeah because I'm, I'm so bummed because i i could have saw him last year because my friends like oh i have an extra ticket for lodge i'm like ah i don't, I don't really mm. listen to logic like that much and so now i'm thinking about like i could have saw him <laughs> yeah but yeah do you have any like favorite songs off that album Oh man, um, hit my line is definitely like up there for me. Hit my line's good. Uh, and dark five place. hooks, five hooks, perfect. I think is probably up there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, all the songs, Dad Bod to Aquarius Three. Dad just, Bod, yes. The Dad Bod's great. Just you could hear like, yeah, I'm just done. I was like, yeah, I, I had enough of you guys. <laughs> That's his his given up song. Yeah. but like in a good way <laughs> yeah for sure and uh what what's another album that came i guess do you have any other ones sorry do you have any other albums that like stand out to you this year um fuck now i'm trying to think of like all the music that that came out this year yeah i'm looking at, um, i'm like low-key looking at my spotify right now i'm like what came out <laughs> this year? <laughs> i mean i can like we can go in there and and see what's up i always make like a um like a 2020 playlist of like all the stuff that I like that comes out. Um, I don't, ever, I don't know if you ever listened to a uh, hot mulligan. Yeah, they put out yeah. a really good album They're this year. Probably my favorite like emo slash pop punk album that came out this year in general, just like, and then, and then movements new album too. That like, I think those two really like stand out for me. Yo, know, those bands in general, like they, they can't do any wrong. Honestly, like yeah. I, I have yet to hear a bad song from Movements. Like they're such. A Honestly, fun. that's the same thing. I was also glad that I got to see them. I guess like a, a small story. I got to see them at Warp Tour, like the last Warp Tour, quote unquote. Nice. Like, at, yeah, like, I was there. <laughs> yeah. Well, were you? Oh, awesome. But, but yeah, were you there when when they played? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I copied that. It, it was, was it was so funny because what was it? Because three hundred three was performing before them. Oh yeah. And I remember looking at Pat in the background, just looking like he's like, okay, <laughs> I just want to go on. That's sad. Because I was waiting oh. for some forty one, obviously. So it was like We the Kings, three hundred three, then Movements, and then, and then some forty one. Yeah. yeah, that that audience was uh, interesting. Because obviously everyone was there for some forty one. They just yeah. were like staying and just. Some of them seemed like they were just suffering through some of the bands, but yeah, yeah there, there's definitely, uh, there's always a mixed crowd at those types of festivals, you know? I was hyped so. with the movements because a lot of people were really into it because I was in the very front of that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so like there's like a crowd servers every single song. It was, everyone was really into it. It was good. <laughs> that caught me off guard with that. <laughs> I, I, I always hear that like, oh, movements is great live and like all this stuff. And at the time, I didn't really listen to them. I only knew like like their famous like the popular songs, but mm. just seeing them live is just like all right now I gotta go home and like listen to the discography now. <laughs> yeah, and see that's the great thing about like those festivals, and that's why it's so sad that you know there's no more work to or anything like that. But mm. because like that's a great way to discover bands. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a show to see one band and then I went home a fan of you know two or three other bands. Oh yeah, and again like that's just why it kind of saddens me that we can't play shows right now because that's how a lot of people get fans just by playing shows you know so yeah yeah r.i.p warp tour r.i.p warp tour. add it to the list <laughs> all right we're at, yeah, count 20 right now <laughs> but yeah like yeah discovering new bands through warp tour is funny uh i found this r&b artist named riley He's this really good R&B artist, but I was just waiting in line, like, at an ice cream truck, and right next to it was just, like, this, like, one of the smaller stages, and he was just performing, and I was like, I really like this stuff, and he's like, hey, I'm Riley, blah, blah, it was just him, like, rapping, and then a saxophone player, and just, like, that, that, that was it, but, like, the entire time, I was just like, 
this is amazing. So again, I went home and I'm like a huge fan of him. <laughs> That's sick. That's a success story right there. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I remember DM because I shared like one of his songs like, oh, I really like your your new song, whatever. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And I just told him like, hey, like I was waiting in line at the ice cream, at the ice cream truck and I heard your music. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said to, I said to tell him like hey man like when people like find out like like YouTube recommend I'm like no I was just waiting in line to get ice cream and then I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I just wanted some ice cream and then I became yeah, I, got, I got I got some good music as well while I was waiting for ice cream <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah uh, right I, place at the right time yeah for sure yeah I guess listing off some of my favorite albums this year I don't know if you know who Gene Dawson is. No, I don't. G. Dawson, he's this really good, uh, like, kind of emo mixed with rap. So, like, so uh, yeah, this okay. is emo rap, but... Emo ha- rap. Not, not really emo, but, like, kind of, like, an indie vibe to it. He okay. He, like, somehow makes it, like, work. It's just, like, an indie, like, thing of, like, an indie rock kind of song, and he just, like, raps over it. Is there any artist that you discovered this year that you kind of, like, didn't expect to, like, get really into? That was me, it was, with, it was Anderson Pack. was just this... He's really good. This lockdown, his song he released this year is my sonic song of the year. Like personally, I didn't expect that because yeah, I didn't expect that at all. I'll send, I'll, I'll send you a bunch of stuff after, but yeah, please his, do. Yeah, his song lockdown is just really an amazing song, and then the music video that goes along with it again is is really amazing too. So I think Anderson Pack, I think is like number one. I think for me, like an artist I discovered this year. Hmm. Yeah, I honestly like. Just thinking about it, I don't know. I guess Logic is pretty out there for me. Logic, like, yeah. I don't really listen to a lot of rap. Like, it, mm. that's definitely something I'm just kind of discovering right now. So, yeah. even to just like think, oh, hey, there's all this hype behind this album. Like, I'm going to go check it out. Like, that's definitely a little out of the ordinary for me, but I mean, I ended up loving it. It's definitely one of my favorite albums this year, so that's that's out there. Um, um, I discovered Phoebe Bridgers this year, and honestly, I'm like, I wish I discovered her earlier because she's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't like think of a whole lot of people. I've been just like stuck in in school mode. I'm just kind of a hermit these days. <laughs> I feel that so, too. Yeah. all right uh, what about you like what any other people that you've discovered this year that are like top of the list uh gene dawson most definitely and nice. also i guess a, a red like a, a side one is this uh j-pop like japanese pop group perfume there there's just this japanese trio pop group and all their music apparently for me i'm i'm, I'm eventually gonna get a tattoo of them because they've kind of been helping me get through like this entire like quarantine and everything in general all their music is so like positive like yeah go out there and do like do your best or whatever it's just <laughs> do your best <laughs> like do your best <laughs> like you're 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 cool you're awesome just like it's just really motivating me. yeah i think i think yeah perfume g gene dawson and then this other rapper I'll, again i'll send you after amine he released an album this year he he's a really good rapper too cool like i think just, yeah. i think i think just rap in general like hip-hop i've been getting really into last year and this year i just mm-hmm. find myself slowly adding more like like rap r&b to like my spotify playlists yeah i think that's a good end for the episode do you have any else to say like you want to promote anything do you have anything like obviously you have that new ep in the works is there anything you want to say um I mean, I think we covered it all. So yeah, like I have like Loaded's out. Um, what we need is coming out December 4th. Um, new EP in the works, I guess. If anything, I just want to thank everyone like for the support. And um, I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. Oh. I think this is really cool. Um, I I hope that you continue to do it because I feel like you can do some some big things. So Oh, just thank you. big thanks all around yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome well I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we're going to end this episode with a little snippet of the new great fight song I'll keep you calm if you keep me from feeling I'll keep you calm if you keep